This is your DJ Barbecue, your host for BCC Uncut. Today we're here with Johnny Tabella, and I probably said that wrong, and I apologize uh, right now, but uh, how are you doing today, Johnny? Hi, uh, everything's beautiful. Thank you for having me, Barbecue. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Uh, so let's uh, let the fans and the people that are listening know a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, sure. I am a 35-year-old, uh, born and raised in Brooklyn. I got two kids, married, uh, living in Long Island now, Long Island, New York. Um, and that's it, working full-time. I am a operations manager at an engineering firm uh, in Long Island, and uh, that's me. Awesome, awesome. So when did you start learning or liking professional wrestling? Uh, I as far back as I can remember, you know, we were little kids and, you know, my father used to have uh, parties, hosting parties, you know, watching the pay-per-views and, uh, you know, we'd have all my uncles and everything come over and we'd all be huddled around the TV for uh, for hours watching, um, you know, watching Hogan and the Macho Man and all that good stuff. So it's, it's been in me since I was a little kid. Awesome. So you probably, you know, Bruno San Martino, um, your dad oh, yeah. probably knows all the legends there. Um, so do you, uh, go to any of those big events then that are in Brooklyn and no, New York? I, when I was younger, well, when, I, when I was younger, I went to, um, an event at the garden. I think it was, um, survivor series. Um, yeah, I've been to a few house shows when I was younger, nothing recently. Uh, everything, you know, when I was a, a little kid, we did a lot of stuff, a lot of WCW house shows, uh, which was, uh, I always found a lot funner than the WWF ones. Right. I was just going to ask you, which one did you like uh, better? But WCW was, uh, had more excitement, attracted you more to that product? Yeah. When, when I was younger, WCW was definitely, uh, it, it was a lot more exciting for me, you know, and then, um, I, I, I loved both. Um, but we had, you know, Hogan coming out as, as the supreme heel was, you know, to me, it was the pinnacle of wrestling, you know. Um, but I love WWE, you know, Stone Cold is my favorite wrestler, of course. Um, Rock back in the day, all those guys. But uh, if I had to prefer the two, definitely WCW would have been uh, higher on my list. Right. That that seemed like uh, WCW was uh, really up there and actually kind of uh, related to the audience a little bit more because it was more reality based. Uh, yeah, that Hogan... WWF, WWE was a little more cartoonish. Right. You know, their their, their characters were a little more uh, profound and out there. WCW was, was a little more realist. Um, the personas were more real to life than uh, what WWF was producing, you know, but then Austin came along and changed the game a little bit. Right. And, um, you know, I think he kind of changed the way uh, a lot of character development started. Um and started happening, which was really cool. Uh, and now it's kind of going back to the, it, it's in, it's in a weird phase right now. If you think about it, it's in between, you know, those characters and just the real life and uh, Vince and the team don't know which way they want to go with it. And it's kind of frustrating for us as fans. Right. So you, you did bring up the whole Hogan situation when he was a heel in that with NWO. Do you remember uh, how old you are, where you were at when that happened, when you like found out that Hogan did the old leg drop on Macho Man Randy Savage, and he was, you know, known to the world from Mean Gene Okerlund. They said he was the third man. Yep, I I don't remember how old I was, but I I do remember exactly where I was. Uh, we used to have a setup in the house, 
um, you know, it was kind of like a man cave, my father's man cave, and, you know, we used to watch um, a lot of the pay-per-views there, and um, I remember sitting there with my father at the time, and, you know, my, my father's an old-school wrestling fan, so, you know, he was all upset, and I was like, yeah, it's fucking right. great, you know. Right. <laughs> man, that, that was some, uh, like, just ahead of their time of a, oh, of yeah. a situation for a storyline to attract fans. I mean, I remember when... I was sitting at home and I saw that and I was actually not supposed to be watching wrestling at the time because I think I got in trouble, you know, who who knew that I would, you know, do something wrong as a kid, but I got grounded <laughs> and I had a basement bedroom and we had a living room in the basement as well too. And so I would sneak over back and forth and, and watch that. Um, did you do like everybody else, like just sit there and like flip back and forth on the TV or were you, you with oh, your dad, doubt, just like they, one. I think, I think we all did that at that time, right? They, wrestling was so good where you had to go between Raw and Nitro and back and forth and back and forth, and you couldn't miss anything, right? You had to, no matter what you were doing, you were home at 8 o'clock when Nitro started, and it was it was a fun time to be a fan. Right. So you, you were naming off, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, Hogan at first. Uh, any, like, list of the top five professional wrestlers or like i don't like to say but they do say in uh, wwe sports entertainment do you have a top five of your all-time favorite and who is your number one out of that all five yeah so i think uh austin's my number one um then we got hollywood hogan um rock bret hart um and for the fifth one i think uh aj styles right what what is it about aj styles that you like because that does come up to uh with a lot of people actually saying that that's in their, he's in their top five. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. Um, I never watched a lot of, uh, impact or TNA and, um, I have a friend, uh, who was also in the BTC group and he used to tell me all the time, you got to watch it for uh, AJ. You got to watch it for AJ. I was like, yeah. And the night he, uh, debuted at the rumble, I mean, he must've been out for 30 seconds and I was just hooked. I was an instant fan. Right. Of of AJ and uh, I've been following him uh, since then, and then I went back and I watched a lot of his old stuff with Joe, and with uh, Nakamura, and it was just he's incredible. He he's I I feel he's one of the most talented uh, in the ring at the moment. Right, I, I do agree with you on that. I did watch uh, TNA, which now is uh, Impact, and they've actually I think it's better for them to push that they're just actually Impact and not TNA anymore. Um, I did watch AJ Styles. And the matches he had, I mean, they were, like, in the top five. If you really want to get, not the Metzler um, ratings, but, like, if you were a, a, a true fan and you are watching those, oh, my goodness, man. Like, he he literally was legit. Like, he just did top, fro- top rope spins. And it, it yeah, would be, he's, it's he's amazing incredible. how he's still walking right now. He's incredible. He's by far the most, in my opinion, right. So uh, what are you uh, uh, looking forward to with this, this big weekend coming up? Um, we got like at least three or four uh, promotions, big ones that are having pay-per-views. You have NXT UK. You have, um, uh, what is it, New Japan Pro Wrestling has an event, and it's kind of a European event, so they're kind of going head-to-head over here. And then we have AEW's uh, All Out coming up. Yeah, so I was I was planning on watching it. Uh... Uh, AW, um, you know, it's it, it's it's funny because I never liked uh, I shouldn't appreciated Cody in uh, WWE Goldust. I thought 
I understand that wasn't his fault. I didn't like, I'm not a fan of him. I'm not going to use the word bashing. I don't think he's bashing the WWE, but I think that he's, for lack of a better term, I feel like he's shitting on, they they made his, a, a name for him. Um, so I, I, I never appreciated him doing that. Uh, I never, I wasn't a big fan uh, ever. Um, so I, mean, I tried to get into the Moxley character, but for me it's kind of a, um, it's a stereotype. Uh, so I don't really like it that much, to be honest with you. I'm a huge Jericho fan. Um, so if I'm going to watch it, I'm, it's going to be for Jericho. Um, but, you know, I, I don't care about uh, Pac either. I feel like he was also overrated in WWE and NXT. Um, so I'm, I'm not too crazy about the AEW, but I was planning on watching it. And maybe they can change my mind, but we'll see about that. Right. You mentioned Chris Jericho. Uh, Chris Jericho has had a historic career in professional wrestling. Uh, what are some of your favorite moments that you remember of Jericho from WCW all the way up to where they're at, where he's at now in AEW? I'll tell you, my favorite Jericho moment, and I go back and I watch it all the time, uh, is Jericho uh, talking crap to Dean Malenko, and he's the man of 100 and, uh, 104, 106 holds, uh, 1,006 holds. Uh, that That's my favorite to me. Uh, I, I love that skit. I watch it often um you know i also love the night jericho came out to raw right and he was right. uh he went he kind of went one-on-one on the mic against the rock um you know he's the funny thing is about that promo is everything he was saying 20 years ago is kind of relevant right now right you know, he right. he kind of is the savior at the moment of wrestling he's changing the game um he he is the goat there's there's no doubt about it do you remember when he came out uh, and did his stuff with Goldberg? In WCW. Yes. Yes, of course. That 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 was a, a classic, um, back to back and uh, forth with him. Um, his his thousand and six holds. I I remember that. I don't remember like the list being that bad, you know, because I was thinking, you know, there wouldn't be a list. There actually is a list, and it's out there. And I think yeah, somebody and, and posted Ombar's that on BTC. on there about yeah. 45 times. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, anything else that Chris Jericho has done that you just it just sticks with you? Hey, man, he's he was our first undisputed champion. He was, right. um, you know, he beat Rock and Austin on the same night. You're never gonna find someone that's gonna do that again, right? Right. Um, what else? He's. I mean, look, he he. He, I'm not going to use the word catapulted because it's not the right word, but he definitely enhanced uh, Kevin Owens' career, right? He, Kevin Owens in WWE was just kind of there and trying, and Jericho kind of said, hey, look at this guy, and took him beyond where he, where I think anyone thought he was going to go, and he's one of the biggest heels now. Right. So uh, Jer- Jericho's just the GOAT. Right. I do want to remind everybody that this uh, show is uh... – couldn't happen without the uh, sponsors of uh, Midwest All Pro Wrestling, uh, which is out of South Dakota. It's an independent pro wrestling owned by Eugene. Yes, former WWE superstar Eugene. Uh, also, we do have BTC. They're generous enough to uh, help sponsor this uh, this show as well. Um, any of those independent promotions around in the New York City area or that north uh, eastern area, do you go to? Do you have one that you prefer to watch, that you prefer to no, go to? I- 
No, like I said, I, ha- I haven't really went to a wrestling event uh, in a long time. Okay. Uh, so I'm not I'm not into that scene. Have you ever and, you heard know, uh, or watched uh, MLW? It's on YouTube. I know that. I kind of try to put that out in the BTC page. No, I haven't. I can't say that I have. That has like uh, Jacob Fatu, which is one of the uh, relatives of the uh, Samoan dynasty. The Samoans, right? Uh, that has um, Austin Aries there now. Jim Cornette as a color commentator. Uh, Tony Schiavone is a color commentator on there, too. And they just put it out today that he also signed for AEW commentary. AEW, that's right. And uh, they have Simon Gotch on there, which uh, Simon Gotch and uh, Jacob Fatu have two other members with them, and they call themselves Contra Club. If you ever remember the Attitude Era, that's a great example to define exactly what MLW is. I mean, sometimes I think it goes a little nuts because it's also on the BN network, which is a uh, bigger uh, satellite cable company um, network that you would see on there. Not really more in, well, in the Midwest, we don't really get it unless you have a satellite or a higher package on cable. Um, What's something that you do, um, that you do hope to happen with this so-called AEW Wednesday and NXT Wednesday kind of war? Do you think that it's going to morph or do you think that they're going to hold off and wait because of what's going to happen for all out? And then that'll determine like exactly how this plays out because they debut um, at least NXT September 18th on the USA network. Yeah. So what I I think what any real wrestling fan hopes to happen is true competition, right? Because let's right in the, uh, in the ring is, has been stayed is we want AEW to succeed. Any true wrestling fan does. Um, by WWE putting NXT head-to-head against them tells me that Vince McMahon sees it as somewhat of a threat and he's kind of testing the waters, right? I think right. If, if NXT gets blown out in the ratings, uh, you're going to see a big game change on the main shows. And if it doesn't and they're kind of head-to-head or, you know, one week, one show's leading, and then the next week, the next show's leading. I think Vince is just going to kind of sit back and laugh and say, ha, 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 you know, we have, we're, we're doing everything right. And the truth is they're not. So the, the hope is that that All Elite blows NXT's ratings and they succeed and they get people in WWE talking and watch WWE can fix their product and we can have a true... Uh, wrestling war again, like we did 24, 23 years ago now. Right, right. What, what are, uh, and speaking of NXT, is there anyone, I mean, you can even talk about uh, a past uh, roster member or even now to this day's roster member that might be on the show to debut on September 18th. Uh, is there any one of those that really sticks out to you that you really like? No, so, you know, honestly, um, I haven't been focused on NXT um, in a little while. Um, you know, back when Joe was there and Nakamura, I was pay, paying attention to it. Um, now, not so much. Uh, so, you know, I do plan on watching when it's on the main networks again, and we'll see uh, We'll see what happens. Right on, right on. Is anybody in AEW right now that you've seen, that you've watched, um, or that you've heard of that could possibly be somebody that would actually appeal to you, that would stick to you just as much as how Chris Jericho and AJ Styles has stuck with you? Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, Omega stuff, right? And he's he's great. So if he can 
come with that level of professionalism and greatness, you know, he can be one of those guys that leads the charge and changes the game with Jericho. And, you know, I don't think that Cody's bad. I just didn't appreciate, I don't appreciate his characters. So, um, I, I think he's solid in the ring. So if he can, you know, bring it as well, then so be it. And I think they have the potential to have a true war, but they're going to have to get some more talent as well. Right. So you did mention, like I said earlier, that you talked about Chris Jericho. And I think you said that you really wanted to see that match at AEW. What do you expect to come out from that match with Adam Hangman Page with the championship uh, on the line? You know Jericho's winning. They're, they're, it's kind of written in stone, at least I think so. Um, that thing, I think that gives their title some prestige. It gives them... Jericho's a great, uh, a great title holder, or, or for uh their hopefully long list of title holders and I think that's a great name. Just as you know, they did it right. They had Bret Hart come and introduce the that was smart. You don't you don't um you only get one shot at introducing yourself and if Right. So like if if you were to take this as an example and just gonna throw it out to you because somebody else mentioned it to me when I was recording some of the other shows. What about this scenario? You see that uh, the the decals, uh, the signs and the symbols for StarCast. So they point out that they're going to do uh, CM Punk at StarCast. They put that mm-hmm. out there, right? Mm-hmm. So here's a scenario. With all those letters within the All Out uh, poster as well, too. Uh, the, the fonts, the decals of those stars. And then I know Chicago's known for the stars. And, like, you know, they, there's a, a symbolism to that. Um, what about this scenario? Chris Jericho's been going out there and on interviews, uh, podcast interviews, audio ones or video ones, and it's always nonchalantly put out, like, I'm best of the world. And I know that I, I'm in agreement with a lot of them that I don't appreciate Shane McMahon always saying that he's best in the world because I think it's just, you know, like, you lost your your court case with punk and now you're kind of throw it in the face, but you know, punk did say only, you know, commented on once that you could tell them blue in the face that they're doing it because of punk and they'll lie blatantly to your face. What about this scenario? CM Punk comes out and screws Chris Jericho over and Adam hangman page gets the title. What are your thoughts about that? I think the attention grabber that they're looking for. I think that create a buzz in the industry. Right. have I think that that's a genius move um, if it's orchestrated correctly right and then you you, you also have those um, those trying to sign production deal with Fox so could you imagine that happening right weeks or whatever it is you know punk is is for you know quote unquote for WWE I think that it, that'd be a huge uh, for Vince and I think that'd be great. Right. I, I, I had somebody bring that up to me, uh, and I thought it would just, I think the, the stars have, technically, no pun intended, have aligned on it. I mean, you have a perfect timing now that, uh, unfortunately, uh, John Moxley isn't going to be able to compete because he has that MRSA infection, that staph infection back in his elbow. Um, I, I don't think that if they, uh, I don't think it'll work if they don't pull pull the trigger, if you want to say that, Uh this weekend, I think this is the the only time they can actually do that. And if they do fail, um, and plus, 
look at the the pipe bomb that CM Punk said. You know, he better back up his words because, you know, how many years ago was that? And this is kind of like a pattern right here. Here's your opportunity to live your promo that you said wasn't really a promo. It was speaking from the heart because they he did state that he got it uh, permission to actually speak from the heart on that one. So we'll have to end up seeing uh, real quick before we go, because, you know, you did tell me that you had to uh, uh, get going here after a certain amount of time. Uh, tell the audience, the people that are listening, is there anything that's coming up that you that you're doing that you want to promote? I know that we're in BCC and we have over 7000 members. You know, there might be people around that might be interested. So the platform's yours if you want to go for a couple minutes and explain what you've been up to and what you want to or what you are going to be up to. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm just hanging out, you know, uh, I'm having fun uh, messing with the uh, that other group that we're messing with. Um, y- you know, I'm, I'm sitting here bored. I'm having um and our members of BTC have been awesome, you know, just kind of trolling with me uh, through this thing. And I I got nothing else real going on. And wife and car payments and house payments and that's it. So whenever little stupid fun I can have, I'm having it. And this this week, uh, well today, I, I've been having a lot of fun uh, at that other kid's expense. But it's it's been fun. <laughs> Right on, right on. I appreciate you being able to come on and do the show. Uh, I appreciate that you uh, are passionate about pro wrestling, and I know that uh, we will have to get you back on the show to be able to talk a little bit more, uh, especially maybe uh, what your feelings are about what happens after uh, All Out um, and what you expect from AEW. We definitely will have to get you on when they do premiere um, in October, which is quite frankly, the greatest day in my life because my birthday is on the 1st of October and then the 2nd they debut on TNT. And then that weekend is just going to be absolutely awesome because it's our university homecoming here in the state or Division One school. So um, I do thank you again. Um, thank you. I appreciate your time and I hope you have a good day. You too, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Yep. See ya. Bye. Have a good day.